welcome to Resistance Radio. I'm Tommy. I'm Mate. And uh, we are a mer- mercenary-focused podcast with a little extra love on the Leo's Resistance theme. Uh, today we are coming back uh, uh, from our conversation about Strange Bedfellows, and we're going to recap some of the games we did or didn't play, and then uh, talk about <laughs> some of the th- things we got going on today. Uh, Mate, you had a tournament, and I want to hear all about it. Yeah, well, I got all enthusiastic. Well, first of all, welcome everyone, and thanks for tuning in again. Um, I think uh, this first part of the, the of today's podcast will um, will be about the the things that we finished off last time. So um, I think it's worth listening to the first episode as well. Um, but just to recap, uh, we talked about um, our first ideas with the new Strange Bestfellows uh, theme force. And uh, we discussed an Aurora, Aurora one list uh, with a lot of uh, mechanic rolls and uh, uh, brute rolls, first of all. Um, and we also discussed uh, my idea with uh, Montenegro 2 and a couple of Convergence Warjacks. And a bunch of servitors as well. Um, and, and to and be frank, if I was to talk about those two options, I thought your idea was way better and had a lot more success on the table. So that tells me <laughs> something about my world. <laughs> well, um, I I didn't know to be honest. I I had no no idea how it will uh, uh, unfold on the table. But uh, the thing is that um, it looked good on paper and. Well, it's, it might be a spoiler about my uh, tournament experience, but um, I would say that it's one of the weakest lists that I've played in the in the last two years. So, <laughs> so oh yeah, it's it has all the problems. It looks it looks nice on paper and it it can deliver some some things on paper, but in 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 practice it didn't really happen. Obviously, I'm not used to the the convergence mechanic, so it required much more uh, forethought and, and effort for me than from a, a seasoned convergence player, for example, to to plan all those uh, inductions and how to how to utilize uh, the, the the focus mechanism that that was available there. But all in all, I felt that um, the list is. Uh, well, very effort intensive. You you have to put a lot of thinking and planning and everything into it, and then it gives you some results in exchange sometimes. So it's not not at all um, effective, I would say. Or, or, or um, yeah. Well, first of all, the just to to recap the list itself for those who yeah yeah go, who were go, missing go, go, go. out. What did you finalize it with? It had well. It had the same models as, as we discussed. It had Mortenebra to an assimilator. That's the native weapon master uh, ground pounder jack, floaty jack. I had a cipher. That's um, that's the slower version with the two power eighteen uh, uh, melee weapons and uh, a gun with uh, different ammo types. Um, for this cipher, I, I put a widget in the list to uh, to be able to shoot three times and and uh, have three rough terrains or blasts or uh, or uh, 
what's that minus two defense and no stealth it's a beacon or uh, the, the no, flare 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 um two conservators the double buckler um open fist guys who get angry if someone dies around and uh, we'll get back to this later on uh one corollary for the focus um efficiency a death reaper for, for flanking uh, on feet turn and, and channeling obviously a diffuser uh which is a small jack with a with a gun and that's the beacon one so you can if it shoots something then you can charge it with two additional inches of, of range and uh, for free uh, two ados that's the solo with the giant uh, retro looking microphone um <laughs> <laughs> our mascot probably yeah yeah our mascot, and, yeah. and and that's and uh, those were great um i was the most satisfied with with those guys they um um, increase the induction range from six to nine inches between war jacks. So if they are within five inches of a jack, that spans the focus. So it's important that they have to be five inches within the, the one that spans the focus. Then you can bounce those uh, focus points to, to another jack within nine and not, not six. And uh, that's quite nice. But I think it's mostly for convergence <laughs> players. But yeah, anyways, um, I had a three attunement servitors that's the the flare one again so they can shoot uh, range seven gun with the eight, three inch aoe and it doesn't do any damage but it uh, it does the minus two defense no stealth mm -hmm. thing as well three packs of reflex servitors those are the the, the proximity uh, mines so the the ones that counter charge uh, to six inches and they can right. dig in yep um, if they hit, that's a power 14 on the target, and you center the the, the AOE on the on the target you hit, and blast seven. If they don't hit, then they still explode, but then you center the the AOE on themselves, and then it's a power seven blast to everyone uh, under it. I had two void archons um, in the list. Um, How can you lose? How could you have lost anything? <laughs> <laughs> they were great. Uh, I had no complaints about the Void Archons, but they cannot, you know, do all the work in a list. Uh, I had Widget uh, for, for well, for uh, repair, repairing the Jacks because they they uh, get repaired one additional damage point and also for mancillary for the um, um, ancillary attack that I used a lot. I almost used it each of the turns, so... She she was really useful, um, and I had two uh, units of mechanics. Um, well, I need to repair and to have so have units for scoring. Now, mm -hmm. uh, the first game uh, in the tournament, it it was against uh, Zadesh two, which is not seen too too often, but uh, um, one of our local players really like him, and. Um, yeah, I dropped Fiona into into it because I thought that I can use uh, her spells uh, and, uh, and 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 uh, the colossal to to uh, handle the heavies. And you uh, paired so you paired Fiona in Fiona fortune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it had okay. a blockader, a Toro, Silas, um, Alexia two, Iris one, uh, Sergeant Nick, Stannis. Uh, Steelhead, Steelhead Aconist, uh, an Ironhead, 
two full units of halberdiers and a full unit of cavalry. So that was so my... just a really well-rounded Fiona list to go along with you. I think uh, so. Jank, your jank. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and to be honest, I I, I like the Fiona list even more with uh, with the blockader. Last time I played her with uh, regular heavies, mostly shield heavies in the in the battle group, and the blockader is huge. And especially in this list where you have um, quite a lot of infantry and and uh, some shenanigans and you know quite good sur- survivability. The blockader is a huge question and a huge answer at the same time in the list. So I think it's it's great. And I, I put a Toro next to it in the battle group to be able to uh, move it with uh, the iron head two inches. So they have the same threat range. I don't have to remember as many things when mm-hmm. I know that they, all of them have the, the, the same threat range. And, and also um, it, it has the, uh, the trick with the... Um, Befuddle and countercharge. They will change that, I'm sure. But right now, if you walk someone within six inches of the Toro, you can charge it on your own turn because you don't take control of the model that you move. But I'm sure they will change it soon. Do you think that'll get changed? I mean, to be to for that to happen, you already have to have a model within nine inches of you, and that has existed in Trolls up to this point i mean corner case to be sure mm-hmm. but it's not it's not a new interaction well you can you can still move it two inches with the with the iron head and then uh, from there you can charge even if it's just a uh, a warrior model then it's a, then it's a good threat extension but with fiona sometimes you can play them quite aggressively so yeah it might happen that you are within nine inches of a um, of, of your target and then you can just uh, sling, sling your, your, your Toro into it and uh, it basically it's a free charge attack uh, which is which is a damage buff if we look at it that way so but uh, I don't know it's it's a bit here it's okay but with uh, Nemo 4 it's going to be a bit crazy Oh, that's true. I haven't thought of. I did, I wasn't thinking about the fact that it's about to get turned up to eleven with um, I, the yeah. other things coming out. Someone someone calculated the possibilities, and I think it was twenty seven inches or, or something like that. So that's a bit crazy for a <laughs> for a heavy threat range. But here in this list, it's it's more like okay. And I didn't even use that combo. It's just it's a nice Jack the Toro. I I like it. And with Fiona, I prefer. Uh, regular heavies with shields because of the feet they can survive a bit more mm-hmm. normally uh, it didn't happen in this game because uh, uh, before the tournament uh, we talked about his list my opponent's list in scorn and uh, I convinced him to to include uh, a wrestler for rage so he had a plus seven on on his feet turn which is which is crazy even with minus one dice um, so but anyways, um, so he's I, playing in Disciples of Agony then. Yeah, yeah. Which I assume any of the Dash Two players can play. Yeah, yeah. And he had um, he had a mammoth, and he had a wrestler, and he had two uh, rhinodons, I think, um, and other things, uh, um, derp turtle as well. 
Dirt Turtle. Everybody has to have a Dirt Turtle. Yeah, yeah. It's either yeah, the yeah. Supreme Guardian or the Dirt Turtle, or you're not playing Scorn. Exactly, exactly. That was a that was a funny part when I uh, when he put the wrestler right on the edge of his control zone, and I I, I uh, channeled Befuddle into it and walked away <laughs> towards the, the the corner of the table from from Zadesh, and he said, mm, "Okay, maybe I just lost that heavy." But uh, he managed to to get him back for the feat. Um, anyways, I don't really want to go into much detail about this game, but um, um, I lost it because uh, Zadesh survived um, a charge from a fully loaded uh, 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 blockadier and uh, and uh, yeah, in the back. Ouch! With with zero fury on him. So what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I made a mistake because I should have boosted my second attack as well, and I didn't because I said, well, I can roll seven uh, once out of three times, but I didn't. So he survived, and then uh, four inches, so he wasn't tied up in his own turn, and so he could walk away, feet, put rage everywhere, and get rid of my my uh, heavy hitters, and then it went down. And, and that was a that was a that was a funny um, funny part of that because I um, I wanted to charge uh, him with the, with the Toro because it still had some health and it had the, the the cortex and the right arm and then the movement so I could could have charged him um, but he stood next to the dead turtle and it had a defensive strike from the feet and it's auto knockdown so if you try to go there to hit to hit the the warlock then uh, as soon as you stop you're just getting you're just getting knocked down by the turtle immediately i think that's a great defensive deck actually that is, that is. so that's that's how it went down but um, i should have boosted the second attack and then he would have been that probably, probably, probably yeah you could still roll the six with Bo- three yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> uh, yeah 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 it's manageable yeah so you just have to ask me, and I do it anytime. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, it was a fun game, and I went into the second one, uh, and I thought, okay, this is the probably I'm getting you know um, uh, slightly weaker opponent because right. I'm on the losing uh, side of the, of the things. And uh, I said, yeah, this is the time to drop the <laughs> secret tech. The, 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 <laughs> the jank that we just discussed and I was so excited and then I got tricks and he had um, a jack heavy list and an infantry heavy list and I was obviously hoping for the jack heavy list but he didn't drop that one so I got Danny one with Bane spam and it was ugly so Oof. basically he had three units of, uh, of Banes and uh, yeah so I said, why not? But then I immediately regretted when I saw that he chose this list. Um, my main um, impressions or, or, or learnings from this game were that, first of all, the countercharge servitors were a bit harder to utilize uh, than, than I expected. So, you know, sometimes um, you put them there. He stays outside of of six, and then the next turn he just charges them or runs someone at them, and then he he just doesn't have to care about them anymore. Uh, Even even when I could charge myself or when I I could counter charge, Mat 5 is pretty bad. 
uh, even against Banes. So it's mostly a miss. And if you miss, then Blast 7 is, you know, not really doing any harm to them. Um, yeah, so it's it's not really effective. Um, even if even if you hit and manage to to uh, to damage one of them, they can still tough. And then the blast seven is again not really doing anything to 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 those guys. Um, the other thing that I found with with the with the servitors is that they typically don't trigger swift vengeance or hand of vengeance because they just explode. They don't. They don't die to uh, to mm. enemy attacks, um, so it's a bit of a scornergy with the list when when there are a lot of things that would like friendly warrior models to to die to to enemy attacks nearby. And, but it, and you're blowing up all your own models. My own models, exactly. Yeah. Do you um, think that um, that they are just too easy to play around uh, the soldiers in this list. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they are, and and also they die to a stiff breeze. They don't have any besides dig in, which is often easily mitigated by just running there and engaging them, um, or sprays, or you know, it's right. in, yeah. In many cases, it's not it's not a big help. Um, he had to think a little bit, but he he was like, okay, if all of them kill one of my banes, then I still don't really care. <laughs> so if each if each of them succeed, which is not happening, of course, but if, if each of them succeed, it's still not a a huge deal. So yeah, I'm not sure that they are too good here. They are good in in convergence when they have shield guard. That's uh, one niche that I think is really valuable. But here it's a bit underwhelming uh so i found that especially into this list i had to rely a lot on my shooting which is not great um because it's red four on the jacks and red six on the on the void archons uh i would say that cypher plus widget is still nice because you can um, you can uh, dish out uh, a flare AOE and then it helps the rest of the things that uh, that are trying to to hit those models um, and then you can still activate the cipher afterwards and and uh, act accordingly. So it's I think it's a really flexible duo and I, I liked it. So if I play this list anytime in the future, then <laughs> probably this this duo stays in it. Um, um, I found as well that with red four and, and red six unboostable red six to start with on, on the on the void archons, I had a huge weight on the attunement servitors because they are the ones that can uh, lower the defense as well. But uh, again, range seven, red five, you know, and oftentimes I uh, managed to drift away and and. Uh, and hit my own models instead. So yeah, yeah. But um, so, still, yeah. Oh, go ahead. So um, and the 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 different AOEs they weren't helping, and of course all these things have ghostly, so they don't care that you're throwing out rough, rough terrain. Yeah, I, I yeah I passed up on the on the rough terrain. It's uh, it was pointless because everyone was uh, ghostly in the list. Um, and yeah, but 
surprisingly, I managed to clear a significant amount of of, uh, of models with the two archons plus ground pounder from from the assimilator, which is again another model that I liked in the list because his his double duty even with with the uh, red four, if he can aim and maybe maybe uh, a flare AOE or something like that, then yeah, then, then it's not too bad and. Um, so I managed to clear uh, quite a lot of them, but it was still not enough, and it consumed a lot of a lot of my time. It's a really clock-intensive list because you have to move around all your servitors, and you have to uh, think about who to activate first, and you know, lower the defense, and then activate, try to kill them. Okay, and then you can move in the space and do something from there. And so it's a it's uh, too many components, and I, I would say that the, the end result of all those components is not nearly, uh, not, not even close to amazing. So, yeah, in in, uh, in the next turn, the rest of the army just mopped me up, basically. Uh, my Warjax just died. Um, it didn't help that he had hot dice, uh, to put it that way. He, he rolled. <laughs> yeah, he managed to kill all of my Jacks with, uh, like... Uh, Three throws, yeah. Three throws, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah, yeah. They can three of them can kill a jack. And I said, you rolled ten above average with the three throws in total. That's quite a lot. <laughs> so, but anyways, it's yeah, it happens. But and and also another weakness that I I uh, realized here is that with ghostly. He can take angles and charge the conservators in the back arc, so they even lose the the buckler bonuses if, ah. if he can if he can stop because they don't um, they don't get any free strikes, so they can just come from the side or go go a bit further. If I'm rotated in one way or another, they can easily uh, end up in my back arc, and that's that is what happened. So. I th- I think I lost two warjacks and I I was tied up as well, um, and he could run a nightmare through uh, through a building in the center and then just st- stand right there in like five inches from from uh, Montenebra, so it looked really ugly, um, and I was already losing because yeah he he also had this uh, uh, revived mechanism with the uh, with the bane so some of them came back. Obviously, and uh, the knockdown ones could stand up as well. So right, the, he yeah, could stand there ready up. Uh, he could, yeah, he could mitigate uh, quite a lot of the, the 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 damage that I did on my turn. And um, when I got the, the the clock, I saw that it wasn't uh, it wasn't looking too good, and uh, my clock was running down as well. So. I did some more damage, and then uh, that was the game. I, I death clocked myself because I still had enough models to, to do that, but not nothing <laughs> else really. <laughs> so yeah, but I said I, I said to myself, okay, look, this was a bad matchup. Obviously, we talked about this last time. Right, weapon During... masters into jacks. That's like the weapon master's favorite target. Yeah, but still, I think that the uh, the list is uh, lacking the the, the crowd uh, management tools. So uh, the two void archons, they were doing these, uh, coming out from behind the building, spraying things, teleporting back, etc. They were doing this, but 
it it just wasn't enough. You know, one spray is one spray, even if it's a even if it's a, a great one. So I thought, well, maybe maybe next game. And I said to myself, okay, now we are just testing this list, and it's not a tournament <laughs> anymore for me. Um, and the the third game uh, went down against uh, Retribution and Helena, which is again not really often seen. Um, she had two units and four heavies, and I said, well, that's a bit. I thought that's a bit more balanced. Uh, so I, I was expecting better results. Um, not really, to be honest. Um, I could get rid of most of the units, but the remaining uh, downguard sentinels uh, could still cripple our conservator and kill the diffuser, um, who, who was uh, proving to be pretty useless, to be honest, with Red 4, because that's that's bad, that's bad for, for, uh, to begin with. And... Uh, and not it doesn't have a great range, so it's you always have to be like right in front of your target. It's you cannot come in from the side or you know take these angles. You have to just be in the center and shoot from there. And and the the, the bigger problem was that something was always in the way to the target. So even if I could shoot one of the heavies, then I I had to still somehow manage to. Uh, get rid of all those uh, those models in between, and he didn't have a uh, a shabby armor because uh, one of the units was this uh, Downguard Sentinels. They have uh, plus two armor in base to base, and the other unit was this Combined Arms um, Invictors, maybe the 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 ones that can shoot and and uh, melee. They can combine and they have oh yeah yeah um, okay. this extended the, the ring. Downguard gun guys, yeah yeah yeah. Not the not the full shooter unit, but this combined unit that that can uh, have uh, snipe from a mini feet and yeah, they are not too bad. Uh, I, I I was looking at them and say okay, yeah, well nothing serious, but still they can survive because they have this plus two armor in base to base as well. And uh, Helena had um, a spell that granted them a plus two armor as well. And, and her and, feet. Plus three armor for everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, not not uh, not too easy to remove, um, especially with with this <laughs> with this list. Um, I sling in the cipher to kill a heavy uh, that I could clear the path to, and and uh, it succeeded. But I could not follow up with the with the rest due to focus issues, and that's one of the the things that I I realized that. If I have to use um, locomotion, that's three focus already. I have to allocate like okay, even if the um, even if the corollary is full, um, and I don't need to put a focus on 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 the jack that I locomotion, then I still, if I want to send anyone else in, I have to put one on on uh, on that other jack, and so that's four. So from that point. What else? You can send. You can maybe cast one spell, but not two. You cannot uh, cast the, the the minus two armor, the curse of shadows, and and spell piercer. It's not happening that you have both of those in the same turn. So that's um, that that was a big issue for me, and uh, and that was one of the reasons why I I couldn't really use my feet in any of the games because. Um, 
I couldn't send in two, uh, I couldn't deliver two, two heavies or two jacks to the same place to be able to, to utilize the, 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 the feet. Even if I ran, uh, I would have run um, the Death Reaper to flank, that's still just one jack, and that one jack could, could uh, kill the target anyway, so I didn't need the feet to do that. So basically, I had to pass up on the feet for, due to the reasons that I didn't need it or I couldn't utilize it. So, yeah, it's, it felt a bit hopeless in that, in that <laughs> uh, aspect. Um, so the, 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 the Cypher wrecked one, one heavy, but the two others retaliated and destroyed it without any issues. Um, and, yeah, so as, as I said, I felt that the list was uh, really focused starved. And uh, and I couldn't focus the effort or the damage output in one place uh, either, and clock as well, because again, in order to clear the path to the jack, I had to use my um, my uh, flare servitors and the, the, all the scatters. And okay, then I tried the next one, but move it in a way that it it's still within seven inches of the target, but not in the way, blocking the way of my own heavy, so it's always a bit of a um, time-consuming uh, preparation. And and the other thing is that the mechanics were typically useless due to the fact that the heavies just die. If <laughs> so there's not much going on beforehand that they could uh, they could repair. It's it's just you know waiting, waiting, and then. And if I send in one, then it dies there. If I don't send them in, then someone comes to me and kills them there. So it's I don't really had I don't really didn't really have a chance to to repair any of the jacks. Um, as I said, the ADOs were great for extended induction and channeling. I used them uh, a lot, quite effectively. And that microphone comes in handy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> But again, the same things happening, losing ground. We were kind of even on scenario, but um, my clock ran out again. Obviously, it's it's not Liz's fault, I think, or not only because this was, these were my first games with uh, with induction and and these models. But yeah, so um, it was a bit disappointing, and I didn't really feel that even with you know. <laughs> Even if I play it better, I, I didn't feel that this list can uh, lift a lot of weight, to be honest. And then the fourth game, I uh, faced Kriegs again, Jack heavy list. I dropped Fiona and uh, I tackled it effortlessly with, with Fiona um, and Befuddle and Cavalry Charges, etc. Did you walk away with a win at least in the last game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so not totally defeated in the tournament, just... Oh, no, no. with uh, yeah. with yeah. Uh, our gal um, Morton Ebra. So yeah, I could have, I could have, I could have won the first game. It was basically my fault that I didn't boost that uh, that attack roll. Right. Uh, but Fiona is really, really robust. It's it's great. It's a it's an amazing list. I think an amazing caster. So I I think so too. Um, <clears throat> The only reason I don't play her more is because we have a local mercenary player here, and he has taken her up. And I really don't like mirror matches, right. so mm -hmm. I don't like to play the same caster that he's focusing on. 
because mm-hmm. it ine- inevitably, uh, I think there was a tournament not that long ago. We both brought Ostrom and Damiano, and then we <laughs> got paired. And then I was like, well, he always picks Ostrom, so I'll pick Damiano. And then mm-hmm. he picks Damiano. And so it's this Damiano versus Damiano slugfest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. and, and you you cancel out each other's feet, basically. Yeah, and, and I my brain locked up so hard. Apparently, I, he according to him, I had the game in the bag. But I mm-hmm. just I, I locked up. My play got sloppy, mm-hmm. and I eventually lost the game. Right. Anyways, uh, but yeah. So you've got this giant Rube Goldberg machine in the form of Morton Ebra, and all it does is pour a glass of water if you get all the little pieces to fall into place. Basically. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we were laughing with everyone, and especially with the Infernals player and I told, told him about the, the, the focus issues and he, he he's a former convergence player so he, he knows the models well and he was like well that doesn't sound too, too, uh, too uh, reasonable to play because uh, we looked at his army and he's starting with like 28 focus effectively on, on the table and he can use it up in, in any of the turns uh, later on so because he doesn't have to pay tithe in the first turn and etc etc it's madness it's not even close and i told him this list is is really bad at what your list is really good at so it's it's like trying to do the same but failing miserably it's not even close it's not even close Uh, but that may that may just be the definition of morton ebra since her creation as a caster probably Probably. Oh. Uh, so other people said that uh, I should try the list with the uh, Mortenebro one, but when I always, uh, each time when I read the the, the, the cards, I'm like, oh, okay, not too bad. The spell list is is kind of okay. Now let's see the feet, and then I realize that she doesn't have a feet basically. Yeah, she's basically overrun. Overrun is a busted spell. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Consequence of having overrun everything else is trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I built the list with her, which is I think even more jank. It's uh, it's it has mariners and things like that to be able to trigger overrun from a distance and all the time. It's uh, <laughs> not serious, not serious. <laughs> We're not going to send you into another tournament with the Strange Bellowed Fellows list until Aurora <laughs> 2 comes out. <laughs> and you have yeah, I, yeah. the caster they made it for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm... thanks for taking one for the team and going out and experimenting out there with that list. Um, I'm really sorry it turned out that way. Uh, it's a bummer. I think I think... I think get losing on clock that goes away the more you play this list. But how Obviously. much more do you want to play it? Um, and then the uh, the other the other part you played into weapon masters both time, and that that is the thing that wants to kill this list every single time. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really, you know, it's I know my shortcomings, and I see that okay, yeah, well. Clock, obviously, new list, new new models, etc. Yeah, it, it it could have been expected, but I don't really see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, it's right. just just the tunnel. <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right, so throw it in the garbage and uh, forget about it.
Well, maybe you know, maybe one, maybe sometimes I try it again. Maybe I'll try it with uh, Morton Ebro one, but I don't have that much opportunity to play, so you know, it's uh, not sure it's worth it. Yeah, that makes that makes. And a lot and of sense. sorry for anyone who started to buy these models based on the first podcast, because yeah, it's it was a bit of a um, uh, too optimistic. Other than Morty 2, the rest are good models. They just need to be played in other lists. Because uh, the, the, the Jacks are great with, a, with Axis, and, uh, and the Void Archons are always great. So mm, Yeah, they were great. They were great. No question about that. Well, um, that's, thanks for the, the wrap-up on that. Um, I'm going to talk about how I didn't play my Aurora 1 list. Um, I okay. had one opportunity. To, I I was asking people, hey, can I borrow some of these models? And I couldn't get uh, I couldn't get couldn't get a solid answer. So um, <laughs> the one night that I had an opportunity on Vassal, I started to throw the list together. And it's taking me five or ten minutes to get all the the pieces in place. I'm trying to mm-hmm. remember everything that was in there and find the list mm-hmm. that I posted in our chat. And I'm starting to get ribbed by the group chat that I'm on the I'm on the Discord with, and, and they're like, "Oh, apparently Tommy's building a list with an abacus." And I said, "You know what? If this is how it's if this is how it's gonna go, just trying to build this Aurora list, not to mention my inexperience with Vassal and trying mm-hmm. to play this list tonight at eight o'clock on a Monday nah, night." I said, I, "I said I'm just playing Drake McBain." Mm-hmm. Um, so over the since our last. Uh, cast. I had two. I've got. I got to play War Machine twice. Both times I played Drake McBain. Now, yeah. I, well, he's 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 on the verge of of uh, being elevated in in the lore. It's like maybe he's becoming the third next to Thalmar and and Moro because he just survived and that's right. returning again. That's right. Um, so we're gonna we may spoil some Henschold scrolls. Um up to the, the 6th of March. Um, the, Drake died, or so they <laughs> thought, or so everybody from Bante thought. I was holding out hope, but I was like, they killed, they're killing Cass, they're killing, they're killing, they killed Vlad. I mean, they're not afraid to kill anybody. Um, no, but, but the cigar, you know, it's, yeah, it's the, like from the, in the movies, if you see, uh, an attribute like uh, a really iconic um, uh, uh, thing in the movie from 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 the mostly from the villain, then then you you can know that it will return. So right, right, exactly, exactly. So uh, Drake McBain is the 1980s action movie right. hero. That's basically what he is, and and so he goes up against Zadaroth and. He loses that fight. He doesn't die, thankfully. But um, I, we had not had the tweet that he comes back yet. And I, we have one Infernal player in our meta. And I sent him a message. I said, listen here. We need to get Drake McBain and Zadaroth on the table. Mm-hmm. And this shit needs to go down. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I need some vengeance for mm-hmm. this. Um, and so we got a game. And uh, he, he is a newer player apparently it was his it was his only his se- second 75 point game i didn't know that when i played Whoa, him, but okay but he played uh zadaroth with starting with no heavies on the table he started mm-hmm. with only lights 
Um, he had crows, and mm-hmm. he had some cultists and the smattering of solos. Mm-hmm. And I played Drake McBain in a very fluffy Soldiers of Fortune list with a mule, uh, a mangler, a nomad, and yeah, um, that's that's fluff basically. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, in the in the in the fluff in the fluff went with Drake, he's always got his mule and his nomad, and mm-hmm. um, the mangler's just gravy on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Iron Head, and then a couple units of halberdiers, uh, a min unit of steelhead riflemen, and then a, a unit of cab, mm-hmm. along with Stannis Alexia, and uh, a and as my third solo. Um, I've actually been getting away from the more expensive solo and taking the Ogren Boker because mm-hmm. just having that shield guard in the list yeah, is until I get a swabber or something like that, which may have been a good alternate for the mangler would be a swabber that just something to get. Well, if I was building the list well, the mule drops out and the swabber goes in. Mm-hmm. Um, but Anyway, anyways, in, 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 in MK2, when I played uh, McBain a lot, I always had a Boker in the list because uh, um, then uh, Colossals were still a bit more uh, vulnerable to, to different things like uh, uh, grievous, grievous Wounds and things like that. And um, so you could just feed on the Boker because it's a warrior model, so you can use your feet. And then you surely have... Um, the, the the shield guard in in several turns so it's a unkillable shield guard in in that for for one turn at least and then you know next turn you can still at least shield guard once so you can protect um, some of the most valuable models so I think it's a good good model for McBain yeah yeah I agree with you so um, so I managed to so he's got three sources of entropic force in this list three mm-hmm. um, what are they? The the uh, wretches. He's got three wretches, and uh, he he sacked the first one to turn into a oh to turn into a heavy <laughs> on the on on his first turn. Uh, that's um, probably a mistake, but right. Yeah, yeah no, he should go with someone else at least against my Um, but he he still had two of them on my feet turn. Mm-hmm. And, however, I threw a unit of halberdiers that I feeded on most of them and they had countermeasure and he was able to remove everyone but one of the critical ones that was shutting his gate down and shutting his desolator down. So my feet and countermeasure effectively turned off the gate and the desolator for a turn. Mm-hmm. And that was that was the attrition swing I needed to I see. lock mm-hmm. up the scenario play. So mm-hmm. I ended up winning like 6-1 on the scenario. That's how that game went out. Hmm. But I don't want to talk too much about it because I know my opponent was still learning and uh, the lists were a little, you know, uh, little, a little more flavorful than than necessarily thoughtfully put together. Right. But uh, at least you had the, the vengeance that you, you were aiming yes, for. Uh, that's Mc, right. McBain. At least McBain <laughs> took took Zadaroth out back, out back and had his way with it. Um, the second game I got to play with McBain was actually in Lily's Resistance, and this was the list that I had been talking to you about. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the list that I've actually put some thought into, and I really do enjoy to play. Um, it's McBain in Lily's Resistance uh, taking a Galleon, two Manglers, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Silas, two Mennonite archons, a Min choir, um, a unit of Thorn Gun Mages, mm-hmm. and then a handful of the solos like Terran and um, Eilish, and uh, and uh, some and a few other of the solos that I had. Uh, okay. And that and that the, and that depends from list to list. I I haven't decided if I want to leave out. Um, what's his name? Major Gibbs for the reposition and the full heel um, or not, or whether, whether I want to swap him for somebody else in there, but I am running out of room for solos. Uh, oh, if you can, I've got the archons already. If you can heal an archon after feet turn, that's, I think that's quite nice. I think, I think uh, Gibbs specifies living and oh, since okay. the archons aren't living. Um, yeah, right. So I think mm-hmm. he can save. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think his his best uh, synergy in in Lely's resistance is with the uh, with the incinerators because they have shield wall and he gives them uh, reposi- reposition. So I think that's great, and he can also heal heal them. So that's my favorite interaction in, uh, for him in 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 the theme. But please, that's please a great, go. That's a great that's a great interaction. Um, yeah, reposition on any unit like that, any one of those slow units is really great. The thing is, Drake doesn't do anything else for them. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anyways, so that so that's the list. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, the change was from the way that I had run it in the past. Um, was I was running all of those on McBain. The change was get Gaston involved and have Gaston run the galleon, and that Whoa. is <laughs> brave. <laughs> that is brave. Yes, exactly. If someone kills Gaston, then I have a shutdown galleon going on. Um, and so Gaston hangs in back in the safest place he possibly can, eight mm-hmm. inches back from the galleon every, mm-hmm. every single turn. That's all he is. He's just a focus thing. But whenever I play McBain, I'm always focus strapped. Yeah, so it's very just much. Constantly focus strapped. I feel like if yeah. I'm going to play him, if I'm going to play him in a real list in Soldiers of Fortune, <laughs> a, a real Soldiers of Fortune list, not one that I made oh, okay. fluffy, but but. Then I have then I have to include two um, of the Arcanists. sorcerers of the arcanists, yeah, of the arcanists, so that I can get the the two the two extra focus. Even though that's sure. eight points, it's sure. he's so he's so strapped for focus. But is, giving giving two, two things, giving the galleon um, pl- the plus two range from Gaston's spell, mm-hmm. and being able to take that focus load off of McBain. Yeah, I yeah. felt. He felt like a completely different caster. From yeah, it's a player. relief. It's a relief, probably. And you can feed on Gaston as well. So for one turn, you don't have to really worry about stay, keeping him alive. Exactly. For the turn that I feed on Gaston, I let Gaston mm-hmm. go completely to zero focus and um, fill fill up the the galleon. And, and actually, I was able to do that a lot because my opponent in this list didn't have any ambushing units, and I was able to keep Gaston alive the whole game. But I, I played see. against. Siege one mm-hmm. in um, Grave Diggers. Uh, heavy metal. No heavy, heavy metal. metal. Oh, okay. Yeah, Siege one in heavy metal with and Siege one was running a hurricane mm-hmm. and then they had a Junior running the, the a firefly. Then, then they had, um, he had 
uh, what's his name? Nemo four. Okay. In the list as well. And Nemo four was running the galvanizer. He was running the galvanizer. Um, he had Kane zero running ace. <laughs> and so he had, I think, did he have another character? In there? No, that was it. But he had four. He had four battle groups <laughs> in this siege. In this siege one list. Um, I'm and I'm and I'm, I'm curious why he didn't include uh, Thunderhead with the Nemo four. It's because uh, Kane one can put the, the fire for effect on it, and and Nemo can uh, push it forward, and so it's it's quite crazy. And with with the siege's feet, it's devastating. The energy pulls that he can do. Yeah, I, I I agree. Uh, Thunderhead probably just because Thunderhead's twenty points now. He what he has done. I played this. Uh, this is a local, um, mm-hmm. and I've played him before. And he he showed off some really cool tech. He played a Haley two list into me, um, and he put Thunderhead on Kane zero because Kane zero can then Spirit Door Thunderhead. So Thunderhead goes out. He does his pulse. He does his shooting. He's T TK him up. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he spirit doors him back, so he's back. safe from mm-hmm. retaliation. Huh. That's um, nice. It was, and then of course, fire for effects on him as well. Um, yeah. And, and anyways, so yeah, so but he didn't do that this time. He focused on Nemo, Nemo four, and he brought in a unit of Resolutes um, mm-hmm. as his anchor unit <clears throat> in the middle of the table. So we played on. Um, oh gosh, what's the scenario? The scenario with the two rectangle zones on touching the edge of the table. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flag in the center zone and, and everything. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. play, we played on that zone. Um, turn one. Well, what his list didn't have was any grievous wounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, so turn one, I I run up. Turn two, he goes up positions. On on my turn one, um, I I feet to give myself a very aggressive, a very, very aggressive setup. I pull, I kill Harlow Hold'em High and mm-hmm. a, um, the, a Firefly with shots from, from the, from the Galleon. Mm-hmm. I send a, I use the Galleon to crane forward a Mangler, uh, not a Mangler, mm-hmm. a uh, Mennite Archon, which okay. I then, after feeding on, I fire at the hurricane, which has arcane shield on it. The man, the the archon clears the arcane shield with dispel, mm-hmm. and I roll I roll eleven damage on the charge attack. So mm-hmm. great start, and mm-hmm. then a little more damage from the the melee weapon. I do a little bit of stuff, and that was all on the right side of the board. And then I do a little bit of other stuff on the left side of the board, uh, a, li- a little bit of pot shots here and there, position position up. The uh, the Menite Archon and p- position some of a few other things and then pass turn and he wants defeat you know he was he's basically telling me how how it goes and he really wants to have a turn two feet with uh, siege and he can't because I've got I'm not giving him any heavies yet I'm maybe one heavy and he can't kill the Archons so mm-hmm. he takes the Archons down to one box does a ton of shooting Nemo four his ability to do damage with his gun is incredible. <laughs> he has so much. He's so freaking tanky, and he's got so much oomph that he can put out with his gun. 
So we what keep is going. It, what is this gun do again? I, I don't recall. It's it so it's Rate of Fire two. One of his little dudes can give him um can give him a phantom die on it. So additional oh, yeah. die mm-hmm. drop the lowest on the attack okay. and damage rolls. Um, mm-hmm. It's power fourteen. It's got momentum, so it's gonna either it's gonna push back D three. No, no. Does it have momentum or thunderbolt? One of the one of those things. I'm gonna have to Probably thunderbolt. It's more more uh, common in in Signa. Yeah, I th- I think you're right about that. Uh, thunderbolt. Yeah. Okay. So it's pushing the models D three away. Um, and knocking them down after, mm-hmm. if he gets a crit. Mm-hmm. And 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 he doesn't have a ton of, since he only has the galvanizer in his battle group on that thing, um, he doesn't have a lot to do with his focus, so it's going into cranking that damage. So I'm getting two, two fully boosted signs importance, POW 14s, and if he has a firefly nearby, POW 16s. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're they're just doing a ton of damage against the Warjack. Oh. Um, range he, 12 or? Range 13. 13, okay. Yeah, 13. So I I go in on one turn, I go in with the Galleon to, to, to just put, I battle the Galleon and I just say, all right, we're going to just shoot the heck out of Nemo. He's only got one focus on him. I take Nemo down to three boxes mm. and then... The, the next turn, the little dudes, he heals him a lot. So I didn't realize they had as much of an effective heal. So they, they heal D3 plus 2, each of them, with oh, their repair action. That's, that's really, really strong. Yeah. It is. So a minimum of 9. 11 is middling range, but it's a minimum of 9. That's um, crazy. <laughs> and that, yeah, exactly. So Nemo has to be killed all at once, or not at all. Yeah. Um, the game goes down. Uh, turn, it, turn. It's sorry. It's a unit, right? They they go away if Nemo goes away. The, they the, are the... they are a companion unit. So yes, they do go away if Nemo goes okay. away. But they are not a they are not a unit. Nemo and them. Nemo is a standalone battle engine, and they activate separate than him. They are oh, okay. a separate unit that just tags along. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So. The game's going back and forth. We're scoring. It, it's it. We're pass, you know, passing back and forth. Um, he pulls some heavies off. Got the. I've got all of his stuff dead. All of his lights dead except for Ace and and Nemo. Um, and Siege is still up. So turn. I went first. So turn six. The. He has Siege. Kane zero, Ace, Nemo four. Mm-hmm. I put I, I put a bunch of shots, and then he's got a solo on the flag. I put a bunch of shots into Nemo and boost and do as much damage as it can. And Nemo's just got a couple boxes left. Drake has to go and charge and kill the solo that's sitting on the flag, which he does. And I kill Nemo. With a fully boosted rift from Cosmic Brain. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) That's quite balls out. (laughs) It's like. (laughs) 
Take this, old man. <laughs> um, at turn, we end up winning um, turn at the end of game at 11 points to 10. So that's how it went with me having just Drake, um, the Galleon, and Gaston. Uh, Galleon and Gaston are on the far right side. Mm-hmm. Well, Drake is in the center camping the flag, and he has siege and a D and an inert ace, and that's all he has <laughs> left on the table. Wow! So we're down to five <laughs> models on the table. It was quite a game. It was a lot of fun. Um, but when when your opponent doesn't have any grievous wounds, Drake actually has a real feat. It's it's a real thing. Exactly. And can, exactly. Can get some work done. Or or. Um... Well, sometimes if it's against the shooter list, if he can remove upkeeps, then it's still losing out some of its efficiency. Because if 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 he can remove countermeasure, then he can just you know shoot away from from the the, the from nearby the the unit that you feed it on. But and also sometimes when they have uh, quite a lot of um, I don't know throws or moving models around methods to do that then then it's it's losing out some some of its uh, some of its effectiveness but like this it's i think you could really utilize the the feet and also the the archons i think yeah they, they are great with with mcbain that's probably they are the reason to play him in uh, in in the valley's uh team yeah just because he He's the only mercenary caster of with any anything like it's him or Kane three that can play with midnight archons in mercenaries. That's it. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two casters. And yeah, well, Kane three. I don't. I don't know. I've never tried to play him, but I did. I like did. <laughs> he's a meme. He's a meme. <laughs> he's a meme. <laughs> he's a meme. But uh, yeah, I I shot off uh, back then. We still had hills in the game, and I shot off. Um, Haley three from a hill with with Kane three, and she had the plus two defense spell as well, and a couple of focus, and she just died. That's, that's <laughs> she hilarious. Went away. Yeah, but otherwise, that's the only turn that you have with Kane three. Normally, you don't have a game; you just have one turn, and that's it. But it's yeah. hilarious, at least. I mean, calamity is a good spell, and I look at it and I'm like, yeah, locomotion is expensive, but it could maybe take a jack and really get it out there, but. I know it's the same focus trapped uh, mm-hmm. suffering like with the Mortimebra 2. You have to decide to do this or to do that. And in, on paper, you need everything to be able to lift the weights. Uh, so, but um, yeah, at least at least you have one hilarious turn with the uh, game three. That's what I said to, to the guys at the tournament that Mortinebra 2 is even worse than Kane 3 in, in Mercs. <laughs> they were like, what? <laughs> he doesn't even have the one hilarious turn. <laughs> she doesn't even have the one hilarious turn, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But um, um, I I think that... Uh, what do you think? Would you try the this uh, Magbane list with a, with a blockader? Because you have the Archons, you have the Choir, and that pumps up the, the damage output on, the, on those sprays, you know? I, I would I would try it out with the blockader. I certainly have heard. I know I had a local who tried it, um, and I I certainly it looks awesome on paper. Pow eighteen mm-hmm. spray, pow eighteen mm-hmm. sprays coming off the blockader. Um, mm-hmm. 
the reason I choose the Galleon, um, uh, especially in Vassal, where you can play whatever you want, right? Um, I don't have a blockader yet, but the reason I choose the Galleon consistently is one, I think the Galleon benefits from the choir buffs better. Mm-hmm. So the Galleon is able, so you're, you're absolutely right that you can get around, <clears throat> you can get around countermeasure too easily. One of the things that has been like a question on how to be a good sportsman for me when it comes to countermeasure is the fact that when you put countermeasure on a unit and you're at a tournament or something, or, I mean, in the friendly game, obviously, you it's a dojo. You're learning. You let your opponent adjust, and your opponent lets you adjust. Um, but if you put countermeasure on a unit, and then someone goes, okay, I'm going to activate the Judicator, and I'm going to shoot. And I go, okay, the Judicator can't shoot because he's got a, a guy base-to-base with him mm-hmm. that's got countermeasure. Mm-hmm. They go, Okay, never mind. I'm gonna go to this model. No way. That and, I, and I'm and I'm gonna have to set that expectation because I'm planning on taking McGrain with me tomorrow if, at the three-man tournament yeah. and basically say at the beginning of the games, hey, I don't want to be a dick, but I but have no rubber measure. banding. But yeah, you can't, I'll let you it just rubber, kills you know, it. Right. There's there's a little bit of rubber banding. Like I, if someone said on on the Hey, I miss. I moved this model over by an inch or so, and it's not going to break the game right now. Right, but it's going to totally jam them up and mess their turn up and everything. But okay, mm. yeah, fix it. You know, whatever. Or um, forgot to allocate focus, and I moved one yeah. of my solos. Okay, do that. Who cares? Right, or even something of like you did everything to feet, and except you forgot, you you may yeah, have, you even you, you even remember. mentioned that you are going to feet this turn, but you mentioned you forgot to say it out loud when you activated the cast. Right. But, we discussed you, beforehand, and you're going to do that. So right. Yeah. So then you feed it. You know, like all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing with the countermeasure is, it only works if exactly if, if like that. Um, if it's strict. Other, if so otherwise, it's otherwise it's just a order of an activation thing. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, I just have to kill those guys first, and that's what yeah, it yeah. is. It is that. But um, a- anyways, so that has been a challenge playing McBain, um, mm-hmm. running into people like that do that and so that's just going to be me communicating better and having a better expectation of being like so this is how this is how this plays and and it's going to be less of a gotcha because i'm going to explain it to them this Mm -hmm. is how it works this Mm -hmm. is the spell and this is what i'm going to expect from you blah 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 Mm -hmm. um but so countermeasure is great but it can be gotten around what can't be gotten around except with magic attacks is the choir's buff so you can't shoot my jacks if you can't shoot my Jackson, you can't kill my infantry. Then I have, <laughs> then I have a really solid defensive. At least on the feet turn, I have a really solid defensive uh, turn. And mm-hmm. on the turn where I need to turn it up, being able to sit even without Gaston, being able to sit 14 inches back and put shots into things, and boost the POW 13s or POW 15s if I don't have to protect him. Um, um, and power nine blast. So, power nine right, blast. Power nine blast is no joke. Power nine blast picks up like Harlow Holdem. I wish it did, because mm-hmm. uh, then I go ahead and boost it. Um, has has been really solid. Plus the two inches of movement. So getting the crane, getting to move yeah, that. Yeah. Getting yeah. getting to say my mangler's threat fourteen versus my mangler's threat twelve has been a huge difference. 
Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, like your opponent goes, "Hey, well, how far do your checks go? Fourteen inches." Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's one of the reasons why I want, why I feel like playing the galleon in the, in the Soldiers of Fortune, while it's not really fitting there. But the, the double tap on the crane from the galleon and the iron head is is like okay, four inches. That's something already. And if well, it's the Damiano, then an additional three. <laughs> Yeah, well, they actually can't crane since it's the same rule. They can't crane a model twice. Really? It's the yeah. same same exact wording. Okay. It's power. I think it's power lifter on both of them. Oh, good to know. <laughs> um. Now, now you're now you're making me look it up. Let me run in front of me here. On the iron head, it says power lifter. Is it the yeah. same on a galleon? Yeah, it's the same on a galleon. Uh, okay. Uh, Galleon powerlifter, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah. So, granted, having two, good good catch. Having two is nice because a lot of times I'll have my iron head and he will be more than uh, seven inches away from the target that I need to powerlift. Mm-hmm. Um, and having two two there would be would be nice, but I think. So that's that's my thoughts on why I, I choose a galleon over a blockader in this particular mm-hmm. case. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. the threat extension. I like the ability to sit back, and I don't have to to, to throw it out there. Um, drag is still scary. People are still asking. People still ask questions. Uh, what's the range far, of the drag what's again? What's the range yeah. of the drag gun? Yeah, <laughs> they're paying attention. It's twelve. To it. It's twelve. Yeah, it's twelve. It's twelve. So it's seventeen uh, effective, which is yeah. Scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, even even just I mean, even if you can't get the drag, even even a fully boosted range twelve power seventeen gunshot is mm-hmm. it gets worked on. Mm-hmm. Um and and I I don't know how to play a blockader yet in turn with Big Bane, but it seems like if I'm spraying things, then what's why why is he gonna get picked up next turn next turn? You know? Unless I'm mm-hmm. spraying things that came into my line. If I'm if I'm going up to do these these pow ten sprays, and even with failsafe on it, having the have, being armed twenty one, the the way that the game is right now, I don't have a Fiona feat that's gonna say okay. Yeah, exactly. You, you that's what I was about to say. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's why I felt that it 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 fits like a glove with Fiona. It's 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 so good with the feet and also. Um, with the befuddle and the chain strike, it's the threat is crazy. Right, and, it, and that's amazing. But even even there, there's more scornage because the chain strike doesn't work when with the jackhammers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But jack jackhammer has proved to be a amazing spell it because is. of Silas. Because being able to jackhammer exactly. from eight inches away instead yeah. of six inches, you don't die. Next <laughs> you don't you don't just die because I can be twelve inches away from the threat because yeah. the jack yeah. space is two inches and a two inch reach. And so I'm, yeah, I'm I think Silas is a must. Silas is a must with the the McVay, So, but yeah, so those are those were my lists for for the week. And then by mm-hmm. ne- tomorrow, I'm planning on taking Drake and Osram uh, with me to a three-man team tournament and we're hoping to have six teams 18 people play that's um, nice and i'll keep note of how what you know the games i think we'll probably have three rounds with that many that mm-hmm. many mm-hmm. yeah 
yeah, three yeah, rounds. Yeah, at least. At least three. Um, and, uh, yeah, and we'll see how he does. It's gonna be, he's going to be in Soldiers of Fortune um, mm-hmm. to go because Ostrom is going to do the Jack Heavy list. And, yeah. Then, and then Drake will do the Infantry Heavy list that I'll say, okay, do they have a lot of Grievous Wounds? All right, then I'll play Ostrom, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anyways. and uh, and then uh, you can have even more vengeance with him. But um, <laughs> hopefully, right. hopefully, I will get some of my my own vengeance next time because um, I'm planning to bring Damiano uh, to the next next tournament, uh, uh, which is on the 21st, uh, because he died for good. Yes, it's he not did. like he's not coming back, or at least I hope not, because then it would be something else, uh, not mercenary. Um, but yeah, I, I plan to 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 use him in uh, irregulars because I just received my uh, Boss McHorn mini and <laughs> yeah, I mentioned this this to you. It's I just uh, need to see that happening. Do you know the the mangler you going need, in with one rounder? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> and also that's that's um, I I named it uh, old school new because it's uh, it's basically the same old school Damiano list that I played for quite a long time, but with some of the new models like Bosmacorn and James. Um, but it has the, the well tried and tested uh, uh, Idrian skirmishers for the front line who can still uh, dish out power 16 uh, charge attacks on on feet turn and uh, Kayazi eliminators as well. So, and a bunch of heavies. So I'm looking forward to that kind of revenge as well. <laughs> that's that's great. Well, well, that kind of segues into the other thing we wanted to talk about. So today we wanted to, to take an opportunity to go over how we did. And then we wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about some of our favorite casters. Um, and maybe not, and, and not, and not Magnus II and Ostrom, you know, <laughs> mm, <laughs> who right. have been the main, the, who have been the mainstays of Merc players up until, the new Merc releases that came out where Fiona got retooled and some of the other casters mm-hmm. got, got retooled. So what is, who are your, for the past six months, who have, or, or even longer than that, some of your favorite, some of your favorite Merc casters and ways to play them? To be perfectly honest, for the past six months, I've been mostly playing uh, Protectorate. I mentioned this the last time. So I occasionally uh bring mercs and like I did last time and before that normally I jump factions every every second tournament so it's it's a bit hectic but um, I just want to enjoy as much as I can from from my collection but uh, Damiano is one of my all-time favorites it's he, I think he's he's still solid even if plus three plus three is not the same plus three plus three as in MK2 back then it was uh, a huge thing now it's more like yeah it's nice but the damage outputs are so high right now in the game it's it's crazy so but still it, if you can stack it with some other things then then uh, you you can have a, a a good a good feed turn i played him a lot in uh, in the in the steelhead theme back then not 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 as of late um He's nice there, I think, as well, because there are many models that can benefit from the feed. But um, but I've always felt that he had the the tools in Irregulars to to be really good, to really shine. And uh, yeah, so um, the, just the, the list that I mentioned, um, I have uh, 
a Nomad, a Swebber, and a Toro in the battle group, and plus Silas attached to Damiano because he's also he's a bit um, focus trapped as well. Uh, a lot of upkeeps, so it comes handy to to have one for free. Uh, Boss McCorn with the Mangler, James, the Convergence uh, solo who can uh, mm-hmm. the Grievous Wounds Weapon Master check, yeah, uh, Perry Acrobatics. And I put her in the list because I really liked uh, the Eliminators with him, and I thought that she could just be another like super Eliminator in this uh-huh. list. Rupert, Rongai, Snapjaw, Itrian Skirmishers, and two units of Eliminators. That's that's the current Rongai list. Rongai and Snapjaw. Tell me about like I have I have all the lessers. I love them. I have not been able to play them in Mercs. When they mm-hmm. when the Oblivion when Oblivion dropped, I was like, oh. Finally, I'll be able to play uh, the lessers in irregulars mm-hmm. without taking mm-hmm. a taking a hit on a yeah, solo. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I never have put them on the table yet. <laughs> well, with so, Damiano, so I about... think all of them work. Works. Each of them work with the Damiano. It's uh, they they are just good with uh, with plus three armor and plus three strength. Um, the, the ninja pig is good because uh, because of the threat range and also uh, plus three plus three is great um, and uh, Damiano has uh, dead eye which he can give to the um, to uh, uh, Roche to the the small pig and his his shooting is quite decent so if if he can um, aid him a little bit then uh, it's even better so but they are a bit like okay optional I would say. Wrong eye mm-hmm. snapshot. Obviously, you bring in if you need the uh, star crossed in the list. Yeah, uh, but as well, you know, well, wrong eye's no slouch. I mean, yeah, yeah, snapshot's yeah. no slouch when it comes uh, to pulling a heavy off the table. Exactly, exactly. But um, the main reason here is that um, I have the Idrians uh, as a front line. They can get um, plus two defense and no knockdown from. From uh, Surefoot. Surefoot, and I can put uh, Tough on them with uh, Rupert, so that's basically defense 15, no KD Tough, and you combine against shooting. That's quite nice because they can go to ground. So that's defense 19, no blast, no KD Tough. That's something for a front line, and then the next that's turn when the front line. Yeah, yeah. And then the next turn when they, they engage or when they get some charges or, or something like that, then you have wrong eye snapjaw and I think fifteen on the star crossed is quite difficult to hit. Um and then you you still have the, the no KD tough if they manage to hit them. So that's basically the reason. And the other reason is uh, that I have two units of eliminators in the list and James. And the eliminators have 15 base defense, and they have duelists, so that's 17. Again, not really easy to hit defense 17 if you have to remove the the, the, the biggest die from from your roll. Right, right. Start cross really helps that. So that's basically the reason. Um, and and snapshot is also good for like this counter counter charge, not. The rule can't charge, but if someone comes in and commits, then he can. Yeah, just the second wave. Second wave, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, that's yeah. I think 
I think that's nice. And also, um, um, yeah, so I mentioned uh, Deadeye, which is, well, maybe it can go on, this, on the Adrians if if I need them to, to shoot before they engage. So they they receive it quite nicely as well. Um, and, um, and yeah, and the, the threat ranges of the battle group are now no slouch either. And all three jacks have shields, smaller or bigger ones. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's 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 the base idea. And James can uh, can also um, like jump into the back of something, and you know, with plus three strength, uh, being weapon master, and and uh, yeah, that's that's uh, some scary and unexpected damage output as well. Again, so yeah, the eliminators hit with the uh, power eighteen. If they can uh, gang and uh, be under yeah, feet, no. those so chicks, those chicks are so surprising how hard they can hit. Yeah, when, yeah. When, it, when they when they go in, and, I've been and, caught off guard by that before. Yeah, and they will get to the 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 bigger targets because of of uh, acrobatics, so they can just jump over the the screens that the opponent might set. So yeah, and also the the gun on Damiano has got improved a little bit as of late because now it's you can for one focus which you rare, you can rarely spare but in the early rounds maybe um, you can have a, an AOE that is uh, uh, AOE three which is uh, power twelve so the and whole magicals. and magical yeah, so it can yeah, pick so, up something yeah it's a valuable little gun so I think that's that's a good asset that he has as well. So that's that's basically it. Um, I think good defense with under the feet, definitely good armor, uh, a good front line, combined arms, flexible. Um, so yeah, good threat range on the on the battle group and uh, and a crazy mangler, <laughs> which is yeah double weapon master against uh, constructs and regular weapon master against anything else. Free charge. Well, you yeah. try that. You try that crazy list out. And let me know how it how it does. <laughs> I will. I will. I, I think this uh, this one replaces uh, Mortinebra too, and I think I will still bring Fiona because it's just so so uh, convincing. <clears throat> yeah, you'll probably get a lot more of a consistent jacklist out of Damiano than than Mortinebra. And it's not even a jacklist. I have like okay, there are well, yeah, five right. heavies. Well, that's why I was thinking five heavies when you think jacklist. But you're right; it yeah. does more than just have jacks. Yeah. And I hope uh, my opponents will just focus on the jacks, and then I can wreck face with the with the girls in the list. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, McHorn yeah. is also like I don't know, uh, power fourteen or P plus S fourteen or something like that. Uh, good threat range. Let me see. Um, range three on her weapon, or, or is it something like that? Yeah, something like that. I think range three. Let me check. Um, my core so range three rocket punch. Range three rocket punch. Power oh, fourteen. Range four during the activation. So range. Oh. range so and then weapon ma- and she's herself. And dismantle master. Yeah. Against constructs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's seventeen. Weapon master against against constructs, which Honestly, is nice. She, she's no, I mean, even without a marshal, a, a jack to yeah. marshal, she's yeah. she's still she's nice good. to have. Yeah, yeah, nice to have in, in this list especially, I think. 
and she she goes up to armor 20 and uh, 10 10 wounds uh, on feet turn that's not not trivial to remove uh, repairable as well i don't have any anything that in this list that could repair her but again yeah for six points and she can be a, a requisition option so yeah quite quite decent quite decent well, I would probably and, just take a talon with her, but you know, it's just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just need to have that mind. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe it's maybe it's an overkill, but uh, and one shot wonder as well. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's it's surprising for sure. People don't really expect that to happen from a martial jack. So, no, they don't. And also, James is armor seventeen. Now that I look at her, she goes up to twenty and eight wounds on feet turn. That's again really good. And she has blade shield, so against shooting, that's power uh, defense 16. Uh, so yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Um, James reminds me a lot of Savio in terms of how high her defense is and how quick she is on, the, on going in. Except that she has acrobatics and prey, which make her even more dangerous. Yeah, Met nine, uh, P plus says 13, weapon master. That's that's really good, I think. And uh, that the one of the reasons one of the reasons why I have uh, the Swabber in the list, not just because of the harpoon gun uh, and uh, and the synergy with the feet uh, due to the good good armor, but uh, also the, the shield guard and uh, no no KD and no blast. So I can just run my eliminators in base to base with uh, with the Swabber and stand James near 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 the. I mean, within shield guard range. So yeah, they the eliminators won't get blasted off, and then uh, if they manage to hit defense 16, which is doable if if they uh, commit a, a boostable gun from a jack or something like that, then I can still shield guard her without without the fear of causing blast damage on my eliminators. So the swabber is a jack from another faction that somehow found its way into Mercs. It is... I I didn't like it at first when it came out. I was underwhelmed by it. I don't like how it looks, even still. I think it looks goofy. It's goofy as hell. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I had a conversation with another Merc player about it, and it invalidates... So much of, yeah. of other things because it's yeah. depth 12, just right mm-hmm. off there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's arm 18 base. So 12, 18. And then you look at like the mule and you're like, why is the mule 10, 18? Yeah. Um, or why is and the nomad? Matt 10, six, 18? rat six. No reason. Where, right. Where did this rat six come from? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said because it has, it has more eyes on the, on its head. It's not just one other, but in 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 warmer hordes, normally less eyes mean that you are a better shooter. So I don't know. I have no idea, but yeah, so it can't be knocked down. It's twelve twenty, um, and it can't be affected by blast damage and prevents blast damage. Plus, it's got a shield guard. Uh, it's a jack from another faction that wandered in and found its way in Mercs. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's well, I welcome it. It's great, great to have you here, but you you make our other jacks look like shit in comparison. Yeah, I don't understand why it's not speed six then. 
yeah. <laughs> with all these uh, extra stats, it could have been just speed six as well. Why not? Yeah. But yeah. but again, um, the the only weakness that I see normally is that you have to boost that power twelve gun to be able to drag. So you need to allocate one to boost to hit as well. I think so. That's that's the only downside because it's only power twelve. Yeah, you do need to boost the damage, but if you're just targeting, um, if you're just targeting another heavy, then um, you're probably going to hit with that rat six. Uh, <laughs> well, the word I'm, is probably. Probably, yeah. I yeah. mean, you you can miss sevens with your blockader, so maybe maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. And, maybe, and maybe it even that's, that's it. yeah, but even in 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 the. Uh, it's it's a bit pillow fisted with the power 15 shield, but under Damiano it's going up to 18 on feet turn. So it's like a a normal heavy that is when it comes to to armor cracking. And yeah, I think yeah, girded lash shield guard. That's a that's generous. Yeah, it's an amazing support jack, is what it is. It is an amazing support jack. Yeah, um, but anyways, that's a really cool Damiano list. I love Damiano. He was my caster I played in my very first five-round event. Um, mm-hmm. I, to- I took him. It was a champion's event, so I one-listed him in Kingmakers five times that day. And Whoa. I was I didn't want to see him again after that day because <laughs> you, you play that much War Machine, you play the same guest that many times. You're like, okay, I don't want to see my Mercs ever. <laughs> um, but, but he's a ton of fun and a really strong caster, I think. Yeah. And there's not as much uh, upkeep hate in the game right now as as when he fell out of favor, I think. So. Yeah, there's people have some spot removal sometimes, depending if they take Eilish or not, it usually seems. Yeah, but not as much purification and things like that. So, Except yeah. against Harvey. Or, or Sylvester, yeah, but... but I don't see as... I haven't played against Sylvester yet. And people start to play uh, Sirenia instead of Harbi as well. That's true. I, After I the do change, it as well. people are picking up Sirenia. Because she's much more fun, even if she's not necessarily stronger, but I think she is a bit stronger, but much more fun. Things are happening on the table. You, you trade and trade very effectively. Uh, you still have good survivability all around, so but you don't need to just stand there and martyrdom each turn, and it's it's a bit boring to be honest i think so yeah so what's cool. what what's um what's your um nominee who you would you would call or was it mcbain or do you have any, no other? no it, it would be gorton all right, all right. I, I, my original i love dwarves mm-hmm. your your original what what were you saying I started the game with with Gordon. I played him oh, really? exclusively for I think three years or something like that in the wow. beginning. I loved him so much. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I love dwarves in any game. I I, I given the opportunity like in a D and D or whatever. I like to make a dwarf and um, yeah, same here. And so this it's my it's my thing. And I didn't get into Mercs until much later in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, until I became more entrenched in the game because at, in my onset of the game, one of the things was you could never get into mercs cheaply. Um, no. There was no starter. There was no combine. You know, like even now, if you want to buy merc jacks, you're almost always paying full price for them. Yeah. Um, he had a ne- starter set. Uh, Gordon had a battle, battle box in the he beginning. Did have that's, a battle box. that's what yeah. I started with. Yeah. Yeah. 
but that was, I didn't start until Mark two and I didn't get into dwarves until Mark three. But anyways, I had an opportunity to get some dwarves and I was through the moon. I was like, here you have, have my scorn. I'll pick up dwarf. I'll get dwarves. And I, <laughs> I just went totally in it. And it is the, if I was ever to drop Mercs, um, I would drop everything, but the ruler stuff. I would always keep the rulers. same, same here. Yep. Um, so I love playing Gordon. I wish he was more playable in um, in the dwarf theme, the Hammerstone. But he's theme. not. He's but not. he really isn't. He needs. He doesn't do anything for those models. For the dwarves, no, no. And um, I, so I play him in Soldiers of Fortune. I take Alexia mm-hmm. one. I take two units of halberdiers. I take a unit mm-hmm. of. I take a unit of riflemen, all maxed out. So that's 40, 40 bodies on the table. And then I take a unit of cavalry in Stannis, and I give him a minimum jackal out. Um, mm-hmm. I used to take the Earthbreaker a lot, which is him. still 30, 30 water points. So that's right, not bad. exactly. So either I like I like to do um, two drillers, a basher, and one or two gun bunnies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the spray ones gun, probably. Yeah, the spray ones. Um, the the basher's great because if you give it the strength buff. And it goes and gets out of Gorton's control range, which is not hard to do. Um, it can still slam for free, yep. and it can still um, it can still flag field, and it still gets the plus four strength. So now you got the power nineteen um, yeah. instead of the it, power fifteen. Yeah, it's annoying for the opponent. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then. And it's rough to it's rough to it, it you cannot just cripple it because uh, the systems are all spread out. It's got the weirdest grid. It yeah, I love the, it. The weirdest grid, and I love it. Yeah. Um, but the big the big selling point um, back before the Oblivion change, back before when when Irregulars and Soldiers of Fortune existed side by side, and you were like, well, why would I play Soldiers of Fortune when I could just play Irregulars and I could get all the steelheads and I could also have Forge Guard mm-hmm. and you know all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that always pulled me back to steelheads with him was the powerlifter guy, the little uh, ironhead. Getting right, getting. I know that there was a long time in Mark Three and Mark Two. You just you just slammed Gordon. You threw him exactly. up the table and whatever. Exactly. But in Mark Three, in Mark Three, there was a long time where people were taking Boston, Groxbar, yeah, and they yeah, were chucking yeah. Gordon with him. Yeah. I never liked <clears throat> tech. No, me and, neither. No. Um, and I really like the power lifter tech. Just that more reliable, two inches, more <laughs> reliable, doesn't take away your action. Um, you can still charge with it. So if I move, so if all I needed was that extra inch to be able to get to reach to someone, charge, charge yeah. something, mm-hmm. um, then he goes up and he can get in and feet. Um, and I, I love playing him i love his feet i often get killed after i feet with him and he has a great gun as well he's got a pile 16 gun he's rat five but at least but after the feet it's easier to hit that's true yes after the feet it is it is much easier to hit um and i don't know i he he's super we did a we did a scrum earlier in the year or late late last year uh, and mm-hmm. what a scrum is is do you guys do scrums? You know what it is. Um, is it a kind of a, a ruffle or something like that? No, it's like it's a steamroller that is played out over weeks. The rounds are played out over the weeks. So oh, at the beginning, okay. at the beginning of the at the beginning of the month, you get your pairings, 
And then you have to, at some point in the week, play a game against that opponent. Mm-hmm. And then record your record your game. Mm-hmm. And then the next week you get your next opponent and you have to, at some point, play a game. And so it's, it's it like might, a league. Or something. Yeah, it's it's like a league. Yeah, it's exactly what it's like. Um, and it's really it was really great for new players. And we did a 25.1. And I just took, mm-hmm, make, mm-hmm. I took Gordon, an Earthbreaker, Ayana and Halt, and and then stealth solos, <laughs> and that, and that was it. And it was like, okay, yeah, that's all I have. <laughs> he did great because unfortunately his feet is busted when you can catch the yeah. whole, your whole twenty-five points lethal. lethal. Yeah, exactly. But in a in a full-size game, his feet is really hard to place, and I really wish I could get better at holding the feet until turn. Three or four. Three or four. Mm-hmm. And using it, okay, we both have had suffered some attrition losses. Now I'll do this. But I remember the one steamroller that I've won, and I only won it because a Florida player who is an amazing player. He's won the War Machine. He's won War Machine Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gone out and won that. Brandon Andrews. He's really good. Um, he dropped the last round so i went two and oh and then into the third round he's like well i'm going home and so i was like well i guess i will win by default <laughs> um, i took gordon to that tournament and um he the judicators were prevalent they were and he's so strong at being able to be okay that blast those those really powerful blasts that you have you're going to kill one guy a turn that's it and that's it mm-hmm. and I don't know. I love the guy. I know he's got his shortcomings. I know he plays a very... His uh, shortcomings. His shortcomings. I wish wish there would be some kind of Gulick um, caster attachment. The problem is every time I wish for something better for Gulick stuff, I just know that it's going to... That everyone's going to go, well... Why not just take it with Ostrom, you know? Exactly. Ostrom killed the other two. It's he's just too good. And yeah, I I was I was such a Rulik fan fanboy that I had it's you will laugh, but I, I had played Gorton and Durgan to to pieces in, in for some years and when they announced that there will be another Rulik caster, I already painted up a base and prepared it and put it on the shelf next to the other two, waiting for Osram. Back then, I didn't know that it's going to be Osram, but I was so excited for him. And he That's was crap so cool. when he. Yeah, and he was crap when he came out. So it was all really? okay. Really? He was yeah, garbage he was, when he came out. Yeah, he had the. Uh, his feet was only plus two, plus two, not plus three, oh. plus three. And there was no power up in the game, so he couldn't oh, uh, fuel right. his checks. Um, so yeah, it, he, he was. He wasn't good until power up came came out. Exactly. And, and turned and the plus three. on. And also yeah. plus three, plus three on the feet. That he, yeah, that, that's his feet difference. got tuned, tuned, tuned up. But um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, nobody just plays the other two because Osprom is so much better. If I was thinking, you know, when, when they uh, changed the Rulik theme to, to grant tough to all the Warrior models to play Gorton and, and uh, utilize the no KD tough, but again, I don't make tough rolls anyway, so it's... yeah. What I have, I have heard that, and I haven't played it yet because I only have one of the battle engines. But I have heard that 
if you take Gordon and you do double battle engine mm-hmm, with double mm-hmm. forge guard, you have or a triple. very or triple. <laughs> I don't know if you can fit triple with the double battle engine. And normally I play uh, two mini units and one max. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you mean. Um, and then you have this you have this tough no knockdown with bringing two d three guys back a turn. Yeah. And that sounds good on paper, but oh, man, everything your your highest threat is nine inches. And there's no tech in the list whatsoever. You just have this, and that's it. You don't have yeah. any solutions. You don't have any problem solvers. <laughs> you know, it's you, just you ask your opponent a really simple question. Hey, can you crack all this armor and kill mm-hmm. these guys? Mm-hmm. And they go, Yeah, I can. And they oh, oh. <laughs> go, Yeah, of course I can. <laughs> it's 2020. Of course yes. I can. I do actually still play Gordon. Um, I mm-hmm. will pair him with Ostrom. So I will take Ostrom. I will take Ostrom in, in Hammer Strike. Load him up with, with Jax. The, with Jax. Mm-hmm. And actually, I play like a mixed force. I play four. I put four heavies on Ostrom, two bunnies. I play three min units of Forge Guard. Um, mm-hmm. um, and then either I take another heavy on Ostrom or I take the mm-hmm. Battle Engine. And I take a smattering of other support stuff. And then I play um, Gordon. Gordon. Soldiers of Fortune. Yeah. Because Soldiers of Fortune is a good enough theme, and he keeps a lot of that infantry alive, and it makes Alexia one shot. Um, being able to have uh, all those bodies, and the the um, uh, Alexia one is still good. I, I really like her. Yeah, yeah, she's good. I'm I'm always tempted to bring Rupert uh, when I whenever I bring Alexia because making a tough roll on uh, on uh, on those. Uh, Skeletons is much more annoying than, you know, it's it's one wasted attack if you make a tough roll, especially with Gorton and they stay on their feet. Exactly. So, yeah, so I always bring, if I could bring Rupert, I bring him, obviously, because I do want tough no knockdown to get out there somewhere. But, yeah, I like that pairing. I feel like they cover each other. Now, that was pre-Archon meta. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. Archon meta, I don't know what, I don't know what's up, which way's up in Archon meta now. You know, I feel like I feel like if you're not bringing archons, you're probably hamstringing yourself somewhere, and I hate that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's more. I think it's more like uh, you know they are strong, and that's why people. You don't have any archons, you're hamstringing yourself. But maybe you can have a pairing where you don't need archons. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you're on the Soldiers yeah. of Fortune, she'd be one of those ones where you're like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't necessarily need Archons because you got Fiona and she's going to befuddle things around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at least I can get to them with the cavalry because sometimes the, that uh, uh, 12-inch threat range is a bit, just a bit too short. But yeah, yeah. With, with befuddle, it's, it's manageable. Well, we've been going on for... Getting close to two hours now. Um, right. I think we probably should start wrapping it up. Before we go, though, are you going to buy a Warcaster? Uh, not sure yet. Um, uh, what I tend to say is that I still it's, it's it still didn't manage to get my my heart rate up, and that's not a good sign when it's you know it's I just look at it. It's well, yeah, you know. It's nice and all, but I prefer Infinity models when when we go by the looks, and it's Actually, quite close. Let's be frank. It is. Uh, it does. It does. It does look. It does have some similarities in appearance, but I think that's our modern sci-fi. That's kind of how it looks. 
It's fine. I, 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 I'm okay with the models, but yeah, I'm not buying in, into a game when I'm just okay with the models. And yeah. to, be, to be honest, I, I watched the demo game uh, that they did, and I'm not convinced about the rules. I don't really like... Um, it, it seems a bit more um, um, random, and, and, and the dice... And also, it, they don't have too many wounds, so it's like, I don't know, three wounds per warjack or something like that. And yeah. and you have the attack rolls, and then you have uh, you have defensive rolls as well, which I really don't like. There is no game where there is there are defensive rolls, and I like the game. I don't know why, but I this see. is how it is. Um, Kill team, I tried it; it's a nightmare. Um, and I don't say that it's that bad because I don't expect them to create a, a rule set that is that um, that bad. But yeah, yeah, but. But still, I'm not convinced. I don't know yet. I, I won't back the, the Kickstarter, that's for sure. We'll see how it unfolds, and we'll see how the, the other factions will look. And if some of them are going to look awesome for me, then probably I will buy a starter set or something like that. But I'm not I'm not uh, doing big steps towards that direction right now. What about you? I, I'm, I'm getting into it. I, I, uh, I, I'm excited about the sci-fi side of things. Mm -hmm. I'm excited mm -hmm. to have, I think I'm going to focus on playing it on its 30 by 30 table. Right. Like yeah. to have, that's have what I a hear. smaller scale yeah. game. That's what I hear from people that, uh, that would be, that would be a nice, uh, complimentary game and, and they need smaller scale games. Right. I'm not looking for another war machine where I play on a four by four table and mm -hmm. I have this big, long game. I'd like to play the 30 by 30, Exactly. Um, I, I have this small sliver of hope that maybe I could get my wife into it, you know, and it's <laughs> like if the rules aren't too bad and they aren't mm -hmm. too bad. Um, I have heard someone say that when you take the strike dice and if you have an attack and a defensive role, you actually have a fairly nice dice curve. And mm -hmm. that was an interesting argument because I agree with you. I haven't liked defensive dice rolling in the past. But if it makes a nice curve out of things, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and there are some things I like. I like that if you hit more accurately, you hit harder. Yeah, and, that's that's good. That's good. Yeah. And I know that the damage points are smaller on the on the warjacks, and I'll be interested to see how that plays out. But given how damage works, that if you have that one point in armor is so much better because it's division instead of linear addition um yeah that 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 it increases your health a considerable amount i haven't decided which faction i want to get whether i want to get the iron star alliance or the uh, martial world or the third um, one maybe I, I i like the third one as far as i much more than the the, the first two so the, I don't the third one the third one's very cool but um i i don't i i don't like it enough to wait because i'm gonna i'm gonna back and I want it ah, like, okay. out the gate, you know. Um, but some people yeah. said that they won't get into the game because it's it's being put on Kickstarter and it's it's a, such a cheap shot from uh, from uh, a big established company to to put it on Kickstarter, on, on Kickstarter that they won't won't back it because of that. Yeah, I think um, that I think that there is an element of frustration that go that goes along with that where you want to say well why don't you have faith in your product to sell yeah right. um but at, at, at the other hand i'm willing to say that if 
they do Kickstarter and they put this product out through Kickstarter and the product does well or doesn't do well, then what it won't do is it won't hurt War Machine. If they mm-hmm. were to put all their eggs in their basket behind kick, behind Warcaster and they mm-hmm. really pushed it and distributed it and they ended up, it ended up not doing well or even flopping, mm-hmm. which I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to do. But let's just say it had a really big out the gate start. People were excited about it and then excitement kind of dropped off. Any kind of financial failure from private would affect could negatively impact yeah, your machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair and, point. And so from just the selfish of I want War Machine to keep going and I want War Machine to do well. Okay, you guys want to do it on Kickstarter. You want to play it safe. That's fine. War Machine mm-hmm. keeps on going and we get to keep playing War Machine. Mm-hmm. So. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mate. Well, uh, this has been fun. I think we ought to wrap it up now. And uh, have thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks for staying with us this long. Yeah. Talk to you next time. Yep.